Hi, everyone. I hope you're well. Thank you for joining us on Just Laser It and All Things Cosmetic. My name is Dr. Minnie Saluja, and I'm a board-certified ophthalmologist, and I'm fellowship-trained in cosmetic dermatology. I'm here with Kane Rogers, and together we hope to answer all your questions on lasers and minimally invasive cosmetic procedures so that you feel informed and ready to see if these type of procedures may be right for you. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram at SalujaLaserMD, and we will address them on the show. Thanks so much and hope you enjoy this. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for the second episode of Just Laser and All Things Cosmetic. My name is Dr. Minnie Saluja, and I'm here with Kane Rogers. Hello, Kane. Hello, and I'm here with Link again, our office dog. Everybody who's coming to the office knows Link, and uh, he's here with us again. He'll probably always be here. I, probably so. Well, today we're going to focus on radio frequency. And Kane, do you know what I love so much about radio frequency? Probably a lot of things, but what's... What are some of them? So I love the fact that radio frequency, because it's electrical energy and not a wavelength of light, you can use it on any skin type, mine included, which I always love devices that I can use on myself. And you can use it any time of the year. So even when a patient is tan, you can use RF. So when you talk about any skin type, give us a little more clarity into that. So there are basically six skin types. They're called Fitzpatrick skin types. And type one is essentially an albino. Type two is more like you, blue eyes, lighter complexion. That skin type is a type two. Type three is my darker hair, maybe brown or eyes, but still quite light skin. I'm a type four. I've got Eastern Indian heritage. And so my skin type is a type four. And then there's five and six, which are darker skin types. Now, certain lasers, because of the fact that they can really interact with melanin, cannot be utilized on darker skin types. So typically with skin type four, five, and six, we kind of have to watch what type of energy-based device we utilize on our skin. So when you talk about radial frequency and that being for all skin types, what comes to my mind is something like radio waves or something. What is radio frequency? What are you even talking about? So radio frequency is electrical energy and it oscillates at a very, very, very fast rate. So for example, when we utilize the ones we utilize for bulk heating and even for RF microneedling, we're at the one to six megahertz level, which means that it's oscillating the current back and forth about 6 million times per second. And so this energy, these streaming electrons are going into the skin. And when they act on an area of tissue resistance, they create heat. And that heat is what transfers into stimulating elastin and collagen in the skin. Okay. So you're basically taking radio frequency and- Or electrical energy. Electrical energy. So that turns into energy, which then heats the skin and that stimulates the elastin or collagen that would benefit you. That's a good way of looking at it. And there's two major types of radio frequency. There's monopolar radio frequency and there's bipolar radio frequency. So monopolar radio frequency, that's the type of radio frequency that you might have a neutral pad placed on your back. That's basically the grounding pad. And so this type of radio frequency is more of bulk heating type of radio frequency. It's usually continuous motion. The one that we utilize in our practice is Tempture, which actually has a temperature sensing device, a thermistor, 
where it can read what temperature setting you're at. So for example, on the round, around the eye area, I set it to 43 to 44 degrees Celsius, and it lets me know when I've achieved that temperature and it won't supersede that temperature. So it's very safe on the skin. So you mentioned the eye area and I've, you know, I've, I know other people have come in for big areas like the legs or something like that. So there's small areas, there's big areas. What What's the difference or why I use. So it's basically with RF monopolar, if it's a larger spot size. So for example, when we're doing the abdomen or leg area, I might choose a 60 millimeter spot size. And this is simplistic, but you can think about the depth of the penetration as basically half the size of of the spot size. So you're getting pretty deep there. So you can achieve some nice results on the abdominal tissue and also on the leg tissue. Now, again, this is not going to give you abdominoplasty type of results. This is just helping to improve the texture of the skin. And sometimes I will also utilize smooth PDO threads, which we'll talk about in a different episode. When I'm around the eyes, there's a wonderful little 10 millimeter spot size that allows me to go around that periocular tissue. And when I say it is a zero downtime procedure, it truly is. You might be a little bit pinkish red for about 15 to 20 minutes and that's it. Okay. So a couple of things. So you talked about energy and heat, which makes comes to my mind, okay, that might hurt. And then you also talked about a grounding pad. So is it dangerous? So could you address those two things? Sure. So the radio frequency, again, is at the one to six megahertz. In this case, we use a four megahertz system. It is very safe. That grounding pad has to be placed securely on the back, but it's a very safe device. It's very similar to electrical surgical devices that are used in surgery. Same thing with a grounding pad. In fact, William Bovey was the one that brought electrical surgical devices to our attention back in the early 1920s at Harvard when he used it to basically debulk a tissue mass on on a patient's head. But it's very, very safe. And in regard to does it hurt or not, it really, truly does not hurt. It feels like a hot stone massage that's occurring. In fact, it even plays this little spa-like music to relax you as well. But it's very, very comfortable. It's just an easy procedure to do. So again, that's monopolar radio frequency. Now, this differs from bipolar radio frequency. And the early iterations of bipolar radio frequency were really more superficial type of treatments because it had both of the electrodes in the handpiece. So they're very, very close together. And the depth of penetration was basically half the distance between those two electrodes. And so it'd be very, very superficial. But then the way that they superseded that to get to a bipolar device that allows us to go deeper was with the advent of radio frequency microneedling, which everybody's heard about, I'm sure. Yeah. So that's a good point. So you often hear of just microneedling, and then you've also heard of radio frequency microneedling. What's the difference? Correct. So I really wish they would have given it a different name because it gets so confusing. So microneedling, it utilizes tiny needles and it's just microneedles alone. It's basically creating little mechanical fracture in the skin, which does stimulate some collagen. And it's also a great way to to place on topical products as well because it creates these little pathways. But it does not 
add radiofrequency energy. So radiofrequency microneedling utilizes microneedles, so these little tiny electrodes that go into the skin, but importantly, it releases radiofrequency energy. And again, you can titrate the energy settings that you place in there, which then creates the heat, this 55 to 60 degrees Celsius heat that stimulates that elastin and collagen in the skin, which is so vital to really rejuvenate the skin. So really the microneedling is just porting the energy into the skin depth that you want. Is that, is that a good With way With the radiofrequency microneedling. Right. Whereas if it's microneedling alone, there's no energy that's being transported. Right. It's just needles in and out. And again, I don't mean to poo-poo that, but also your results will be a lot, lot less with microneedling alone as opposed to RF microneedling. Because again, that, that heat that's being generated is stimulating elastin and collagen. Correct. And that's the key. And so what's so neat about electrical energy in the form of radiofrequency is that it doesn't just stop at the dermis. Electrical energy has a way of even going down slightly below that to the fibroceptal element and it can contract that tissue. So you get this little bit of a lifting effect that occurs. So that's the wonderful thing again about radiofrequency. Now, there are many, many devices out there. Back in 2015, when we got our first device, that device basically was stamping off the skin and it was almost like a staple gun. What, and this was your first Our RF first device back okay. in 2015. And it was very bloody. It was with insulated needles, so only the tip was a conductor. And it just, it wasn't that comfortable. And, and RF microneedling, we still numb for, and there are certain areas that can be a little bit pinchy. But now the devices have, the one that we've selected has a motor that's very, very smooth. And it also has as non-insulated needles, which the entire needle is a conductor, but the type of device that we have, both scarlet and silfirm in our practice, allows for this gnaw effect and a effect to occur. And that's named after the doctor that invented this, where you basically have a teardrop configuration that's created in the dermis and rides up in, into the upper papillary dermis. So you're basically creating an independent coagulation that starts at the end and starts to travel up, but it spares the top part. So your epidermal layer is is spared, which is important. Okay. So you, you're, you're kind of losing me here. Okay. So okay. I let's backtrack. So let me, here's what I heard you say. Tell me if I'm correct or not. So basically with the gnaw effect that you can insert the microneedles and, and the gnaw effect, it gives energy to a greater area. To a greater area. Correct. So with, with a insulated needle, needle, you might have to do multiple, multiple passes to get at the three millimeter, the two millimeter, the 1.5. The gnaw effect creates a teardrop configuration that's a little bit elongated that allows you to, with one pass, get more. Now we do do multiple passes, but it allows you to just give greater energy to the dermis. Okay. So, it, which correlates to more coagulation, et cetera. So that's what's really important. Now, the reason why we have two devices, both the Scarlet and the Silfirm, the Silfirm is the newer iteration, which has a continuous wave, which is what all the microneedling, RF microneedling devices have for tissue tightening, but it also has a pulsed wave. And that pulsed wave allows us to treat things such as melasma. I dare say melasma because everybody knows that melasma is one of the hardest, hardest things to treat. And I tell patients, I always set the expectations that I could make this worse, not better with energy-based devices. But the pulse wave does allow me to create some energy and I can treat it even with a picopulse laser and get some nice results with melasma. 
Okay. So is do you have a typical patient that when you look at, you think you'd be great for radio frequency microneedling? So anybody is that patient, but the ones that I always look at are the patients where they might have dark, slightly darker skin type. Those are great for RF microneedling. Patients who want to have a little bit of lift to their neck and jowl area, great for microneedling. Patients, radio frequency microneedling, again, I'm going to qualify that. And then around the eye area, sometimes we get a little bit of fat herniation around the eye era, area great for RF microneedling. There's also a microneedling device that's a monopolar device called Agnes that can sometimes get into those zones as well. So those are the type of patients, acne scarred patients. Really anybody can be even upper leg, knee laxity, abdominal laxity, arm laxity. There's multiple areas where you can use. So this is really, if I'm going to oversimplify it, this is really helping tighten the skin and provide maybe a little bit of a lift. You got it. You got it. And then also because it has these tiny openings from the the needles, again, different than ablative, ablative vaporizes, removes tissue. This is just creating insertions to deliver the heat, but it still allows a small portal of entry where you can put topicals on top. So we use a lot of exosomes in our practice, which has the growth factors in it. So that's a great place to put the topical on. And then again, it's, you know, setting expectations. What would a patient expect from a pain threshold from a downtime perspective. Sure. And how many type of treatments? Well, from a pain threshold, we recommend numbing for one hour prior with tea, cream, betacaine, lidocaine, tetracaine. And around the eyes, a little pinchy around the periocular area and around the forehead, upper forehead, over bone could be a little bit pinchy, but otherwise very, very tolerable. The neck is very, very tolerable as well. They can expect a little bit of redness for maybe 24, perhaps 36 hours. There'll be some, a little bit of swelling around the eye area, but it's a very fast recovery because again, it's not ablative lasers. It is RF, which the injury is occurring down deep in the dermis and the top layer is still intact other other than these little channels that are created. And so it's a really quick recovery. Now we do, we do use it a lot with combination therapy, which again will be another episode as well on how we combine to maximize treatments. Okay. So you talk about another episode as well. So I do want to interject here. We do want to make this interactive with you guys. And so if you go to Saluja Laser MD, that's Dr. Saluja's Instagram, DM her, ask her questions, give us show ideas. We'll try and incorporate all your feedback into the show because we want to make this your show just as much as ours. And uh, so again, Saluja Laser MD, that's her Instagram page. <laughs> Wait a minute, what was that? Okay, so that <laughs> I feel means- like I'm on a game show and I just <laughs> got caught are. down the you, aisle. You kind of are. So this is our product spotlight category. And so the product that we're going to discuss today, and it's actually a category, is sunscreen. Sunscreen, sunscreen. So, so very important. We're talking about all these different things that we want to do to help improve our skin. But we need, a, we need to protect our investment, and we really need to do that with sun protection. So the main important thing about sunscreen is whatever sunscreen you like, I'm going to like because that means you're going to wear it. That's, that's really the, the first thing. But the second thing is there are some nice things to recommend. And one thing is always try to opt for a mineral sunscreen, a physical blocking agent like a zinc and titanium based sunscreen, because what that's going to do is it's going to take the UV light and it's going to bounce off of the skin rather than absorbing the energy as chemical sunblocks do. So my product spotlight I really like Elta MD. I think it's a great sunscreen. The Elta MD Clear is really good with rosacea patients. 
over the counter, you can get, I really like La Roche-Posay and I really like their mineral greens as well. So any of those two are great. And again, anything that you utilize, sometimes patients will say, I use Supergoop or I use this or that. Fine. That's perfect because I know you'll wear the sunscreen. So that's kind of my product spotlight. So is the product spotlight, is this going to be an ongoing thing every I episode? I think so. I think okay. I'll try to do something like that, but I'll try to recommend something that is more medical grade. And I'll try to recommend something that we also like at the drugstore. So again, this is what we've talked about today is radio frequency. There's monopolar radio frequency. There's bipolar radio frequency in that bipolar category is RF microneedling. There's multiple different companies that create that. There's Sinusure that has Potenza. There's InMode that has the Morpheus 8. There's Lutronic that has their genius. Cutera has Secret. There's Cartessa that has Virtue. And I think they're coming out with a new one as well. And so there's there's multiple different ones, but we've selected the Silfirm in our practice as well as the Scarlet to give you the type of results that we, we want to see you have. So thank you so much for listening. The next episode, what we're going to highlight is IPL. We talked about wearing sunscreen to protect your skin. Now we want to talk about how to get rid of those reds and browns and IPL, which stands for intense pulse light will be our next episode. So thank you for tuning in again, rate, review, and subscribe if you like the episode. And hopefully you'll be listening to us uh, in the next episode. Because remember, aging is inevitable, but how we age, totally our choice. Thanks so much. Thank you.